Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, June 25th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Charges will not be filed against two Florissant police officers after another officer in an unmarked vehicle ran over a man in Delwood. St. Charles County Prosecutor Tim Lomar says the two have been, quote, cleared of any wrongdoing. Joshua Smith has been charged with assault. He has also been fired from the Florissant Police Department. More on all that in just a bit. Also today, the pandemic has wiped out most summer cultural events in the region, like Big Muddy Blues Festival. That's the bridge builder. That puts each other in each other's faces, and you have no choice but to smile or talk. You have no choice but to sit next to each other, and it doesn't matter what color you are. And that's a great medicine. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin examines the impact of canceling cultural events to help slow the spread of coronavirus. As we mentioned, St. Charles County's prosecutor will not charge two Florissant police officers after a fired detective ran over a man in Delwood. This case has prompted protests outside the Florissant Police Department. St. Charles County Prosecutor Tim Lomar says the two officers have been, quote, cleared of any wrongdoing and no criminal charges will be filed against them arising out of this matter. Lomar had already charged former Florissant Detective Joshua Smith with first-degree assault. He was fired from the department a few days after the man was hit. Protesters have been gathering in front of the Florissant police, demanding that the other two officers be fired. Additional food assistance during the pandemic has only reached 60 percent of low-income Missouri children. As St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney reports, running the new program is being hampered by bureaucracy. In March, when the pandemic forced schools to close and kids to stay home, the federal government tried to get the money it spends on subsidized school meals directly to needy families. But not all families got the $300 benefit automatically. In Missouri, the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program and free and reduced-price school lunches are run by different state agencies with different requirements. Names are kept on separate databases. Because of those technical issues, along with limited marketing, Operation Food Search's Trina Reagan says a size chunk of kids have been missed. During a time when families potentially had even less income than they might typically be working with is a huge strain. Missouri extended the application deadline to July 7th. I'm Ryan Delaney, St. Louis Public Radio. Biotech company Bayer will pay nearly $11 billion to settle lawsuits claiming its herbicide Roundup caused people to develop cancer. The settlement will cover 125,000 lawsuits filed against Monsanto Bayer bought that St. Louis area company in 2018. Consumers allege exposure to Roundup caused them to develop non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, a rare blood cancer. Lisa Safarian is president of Bayer Crop Science in North America. She says settling is the best option for the company. By putting these cases behind us, we can now focus on innovation to bring new products to our farmers. The settlement does not include more than 25,000 lawsuits and three in California the company lost over the last two years. There are two efforts underway to let voters decide in November whether the city should lease St. Louis Lambert International Airport, including one led by the president of the Board of Aldermen. As St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, if either succeeds, the city could be on the hook 
to pay back more than $44 million in consulting fees. St. Louis terminated a consulting agreement in January with airport privatization consultants associated with local billionaire Rex Singfield. But a provision of that contract obligates the city to pay its fees anyway if it strikes a deal to lease the airport within 18 months of terminating the contract. When asked about this during an aldermanic committee meeting, president of the Board of Aldermen Lewis Reed said that doesn't bother him. If I can gain a billion dollars to help eliminate the Del Mar divide, you better believe I will give them their money back. Reed says his bill would earmark proceeds of a lease to help alleviate problems in North St. Louis. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. Live cultural events are a big part of summer for many in the St. Louis region. Musicals at the Muni, the Big Muddy Blues Festival, and the Whitaker Concert Series are on the list of cancellations this year to help stop the spread of coronavirus. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin explores how losing those experiences affects people who consider them a vital part of their lives. Lynn Phillips grew up going to the Muni. So did her mother and her grandmother. This summer, she'd be taking her own daughter to shows, but the season is canceled because of the coronavirus. Now the place is a reminder of what's missing. We were taking a drive through Forest Park the other day, and we drove past that front gate with the flags hanging down, and there was actually a knot in my stomach, the the kind that you get when you feel a deep loss. It's palpable. Not far from that front gate, on a recent morning, Muni Managing Director Kofi Coleman is standing in front of the theater's 11,000 empty seats. He's thinking about the people who would be, who should be, sitting there later that night. You know, if we talk about what's difficult about not having a season this summer, the hardest part is missing the people that come out to see the shows and and seeing how much this matters to them, you know, and, and knowing that they don't have that. That's what That's what's hard. It's hard in a lot of ways. When something is part of the fabric of the city, you can't just unstitch it without tearing something. Washington University professor of theater and comparative literature Henry Chevet says the Muni is wrapped up in the very definition of what St. Louis is. The idea of the musical here in Forest Park is something that is is central to uh, to the city's understanding of itself. So what happens when a virus takes that away. Chavez says a visit to the Muni or to Shakespeare in the Park fulfills more than just our desire to have a fun night out. It gives us a communal experience that we desperately need. There's more than just the play. There's the socialization. There's the mingling of gender, of ethnicity, of age. There's everything involving the sort of connection with other people. Chavez says that applies to any form of performing arts, including live music, which in a typical summer you could hear all over the place in St. Louis. Laclede's Landing is usually host to Big Money Blues Festival. Alonzo Townsend emceed it the past few years. He says that when we celebrate the blues, we celebrate St. Louis itself, that the festival is part of the very quality of life here. That's the bridge builder. That puts each other in each other's faces, and you have no choice but to smile or talk. You have no choice but to sit next to each other, and it doesn't matter what color you are. And that's a great medicine. It's a medicine that St. Louisans will probably have to go without this year. Organizers say the event is unlikely. Things will also be quiet at Missouri Botanical Garden, home to free concerts since 1996. 
Mandy Sullivan is typically a weekly regular at the Whitaker Music Festival there. When she moved to St. Louis 10 years ago, it gave her a way to get to know people. Now she's got her routines down pat. Where to lay her blanket out for her and her friends. Where to go watch the garden's bats fly around at sunset. With the series canceled, her whole social ritual is canceled too. I, I think it's just, it's going to be hard. I mean, it's, I really love enjoying that and it's going to be hard to find, fill that void. She's been doing a weekly happy hour with her Whitaker crew on video chat, but it's not the same. It's also not quite the same when we watch streaming performances on the web. Henry Chevet, the Washington University professor, says watching something on a screen just does not replace the experience of gathering together in the same space. We're missing something very, very much right now. Theater artists, uh, music artists of every stripe are scrambling to find an adequate substitute. But of course, there is no substitute. Back at the empty Muni, I ask Kofi Coleman to visualize opening night there once people are able to gather safely again. You're going to hear these same birds chirping. You know, I'm going to be standing down there in the corner. And I hope that we're looking at an audience that um, is thrilled to be here. Subscribers who've sat next to each other for decades are reuniting after a year apart. It's going to look and feel like unbridled joy. And I think that that's something that everyone will need. We need it now. We'll need it even more then. That reunion is something to look forward to. Meanwhile, it's unclear how much time and how much absence will separate here from there. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.